0: as always when starting a practice it's really helpful to find our stability, our ground this base that we can then feel solid in so that we can explore a little bit Right, we can move out into different experience without being pulled or guided or directed or controlled whether it's difficulty or whether it's things that are really beautiful and good right we get pulled by both so we've spent a few days really establishing that base stabilizing into that and using the body using breathing We haven't touched on much, but I just want to introduce this idea just very briefly so it's not too much information. This idea, the second foundation of mindfulness, which is just recognizing when something feels pleasant or unpleasant. Very simply, pleasant, unpleasant. And then when something is neither pleasant nor unpleasant. This tends to be not seen, as you can imagine, something that we aren't so pulled into, something that's neutral, which could be even the space in the room, the things that we aren't attracted to or averse to. So when are there moments in your practice that are actually neutral, that are neither pleasant nor unpleasant? watching how we get pulled in the direction normally towards pleasant of course what we like what's easeful and easy that's where we want to go that makes sense and we avoid so just even watching that in your day-to-day even like how you chose what you were going to wear today chances were it was comfortable and pleasant it felt good on your skin you like what you're putting on pleasant very simple How you're sitting, we start, feels somewhat pleasant. And then the mind from there um, engages and jumps in and makes decisions dependent upon if it's pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral. So just slightly watching that tendency of the mind today. And also looking at the inclining towards what is good in your experience, what's right about your experience today. And I know we've been sort of talking about and pointing you in the direction and paying attention to um, and normalizing when things are hard, right? And some of you are having really quite fine retreats. You're not dealing with difficulty, But for the people that are dealing with difficulty, see if you can allow yourself to really recognize when things are actually good. Right now, this moment is okay. And allowing yourself to see that be in that. Our tendency is to pay a lot of attention on what's not working and kind of spin out around that. But maybe noticing in different ways what is okay right now. Allowing yourself to settle in the body if you haven't already, finding the posture that's working for you right now. Allowing your eyes to gently close. First, even just recognizing that sitting, sitting is happening. Right now, this body is sitting. And then knowing that breathing is happening. Paying attention to where you feel the breathing, the belly, the chest, the nostrils. Maybe you pay attention to the full experience. Breathing is happening. And sometimes we can even get into the subtlety of noticing after the inhale, there's stillness before the exhale begins. After the exhale, there's stillness before the inhale begins. So allowing yourself to be interested in each breath, the qualities of the length of the breath, the depth of the breath, Maybe there's a coolness or a warmth. The movement and the stillness. Each breath being different from the last. So as we sit here, we're aware of this body, this breath. Mark introduced sound yesterday. So hearing the sounds in the room, outside of the room, in our own minds, And then perhaps a mind state arises or one of the hindrances. And again, just recognizing that thinking is happening, thoughts are happening. Not needing to figure it out, change it. Just the noticing. Just see how interested we can be in each arising. So perhaps the breathing is what's most interesting. So just staying there. Perhaps it's a sound. Perhaps there's a bodily sensation that really grabs us. Just seeing how what interests us manifests right now in the body. How in this direct experience, we know what's happening. Maybe it's through a sensation. A rapid heartbeat or a feeling in the belly. Sometimes there's just an overall mood in our experience. Might be ease or joy, irritation or sadness. Maybe that's what is most easy to experience right now and know. And see if as those are arising We don't need to pay attention to the stories that come with it, but just how we experience them right now in this room, right here. Not a journey forward or backward in our mind. How this experience right now, whatever it is, lives in this body. And then as I was pointing to, if there's no particular thought or mood or emotion, allowing the body to rest, the mind to rest in neutral. So being this watcher of sensations and sounds and thoughts breathing all of this phenomenon that's happening being seen being known Knowing that if anything gets too busy or hard to follow, we get pulled away to return back into this stability. Whatever your focal point is, if it's your breathing, the weight of the body relanding over and over again it's like pressing the restart button if anything becomes too grand or intense a pain in the body Thought, some sort of obsession or repetitive thought. Finding a part of your experience that's okay right now, a part of your body that feels really pretty pleasant or neutral. So, really utilizing the tools we've been giving you over the past few days to recognize, allow, and settle back. Checking into experience right now. What is the quality of your mind? Is it bright and present, and clear? Maybe a little foggy, dreamy, tired, doubtful. Maybe it's energetic. without judgment or evaluating, just knowing what, what is going on in my experience. Am I liking my experience? Am I not liking my experience? This practice is about the knowing of what's happening as it's happening. And if we can stay awake to it, we can also see the possibility of the beginning, the middle, and the end. Maybe you can see when a thought starts to arise, when a thought starts to pass, an emotion arising and passing, a breath beginning an ending. I'm seeing if you can pay attention to the subtleties of our experience. And checking in. What am I noticing about my experience right now? What am I aware of? This body breathing, sensations, thinking, emotions. Where am I contracted around, constricted, tightening? Where is there spaciousness? and allowing non-judgmental observant experience So even now, just noticing what happens in the body when you hear the bell and the sit is over. <laughs> in a way, we go from like, okay, I'm sitting to, right? We f- suddenly find the ease when the sit is over and just see what it would be like to have that sense of ease while in the sit. Right? Like, what's, what's keeping us from that? What What changed? Was it just because your eyes opened or the body unfolded? Just kind of checking that out. Especially today, you know, we have a good full day to continue practicing. It can feel like, okay, you know, we can start getting this going home momentum. But really allowing yourself today to see actually the settling that has happened. Because you probably don't realize how settled you actually are. It might not feel like it. But there's a stillness, and we've we've kind of all been talking about, we're noticing the stillness in the room, right? We're noticing the stillness in your minds in our discussion groups. So really take advantage of that today and kind of playing with this interchange of, you know, we see something, it a thought arises because we see something, it creates an emotion or a feeling that then creates another thought that thought leads us to the next feeling or emotion, right? There's this fascinating phenomenon that's happening within this system. So see if that settling can help us to actually recognize that, yeah? Um. So let's, let's see if there's any questions in the room that are not going home type of questions (laughs) but still really practice questions for the day please Okay, so let me see if I'm understanding. So meaning when you're sitting or in practice right now, having a harder time letting I statements, maybe judgmental type of statements? Is that? Right, yeah, like, separ- like separating myself from it. From the whatever the thinking is, The um, thinking about those statements. Like we tend to believe everything we think, right? It's such a setup. <sighs> And just to, you know, um, a couple things. Sometimes those thoughts are historical. It's, I'm assuming those are. this isn't the first time you've thought them. Maybe these thoughts arise in life. Yeah. And so sometimes we're, ac- we're hearing the voice of another, right? I mean, somebody maybe planted that beautiful wisdom in your head that you are dot, 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 or you are not dot, dot, dot and so then this this mind takes it in and um and it kind of it lodges itself and then somehow we end up believing it whether it's true or not do you believe it to be true At certain moments, yeah. these thoughts uh-huh so one of the wisest ways to work with that is you know I, i'm going to sound like a broken record but to get out of the story of it right because once we believe a thought, like I'll just bring up my loneliness thought, you know, that I was talking about last night. So that thought came with, oh, and, and abandonment, my mom didn't love me, so she left, and da 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 da, right? So I have the story that goes with it. Um, so the first thing is to put, watch how the story picks up the emotion, and then really allow yourself. I don't, I, we haven't talked about what those are um, that you're talking about, but what arises in you when you think that thought? Is it a feeling of, what is the direct experience? It's kind of like disgust. Okay, and what does disgust feel like in your body? Okay, so hot, and where do you feel the hot? Where's the heat? Is it all over? Okay. Okay. So, and then, and what else? What else is this, like, what is the felt sense of this thought? Okay. No, good. That's okay not to know. A lot of times we don't. And so we're spinning in a concept or an idea, and... We don't even know how it's manifesting in us and then how it acts out in our lives, right? So my suggestion would be for today to really see how, like the the hot is a good one to know. Notice what bodily sensations happen when this thought of disgust or, or whatever, you know, maybe it changes. What is it? How do I know that I'm not liking this thought? How do I know... That I'm not this, um, and this is how this is how the actual transformation can happen. If we keep playing the story, you know, it said that an emotion lasts anywhere from between thirty and ninety seconds. That's the life of an emotion, right? But we keep it going by thinking the story. So it's sort of, sometimes I think of it like a skateboard, right? And when you're riding a skateboard, if you don't keep kicking the skateboard, you know, if you don't keep pedaling your foot, the skateboard stops. And so what's it like, A, when we stop pedaling it, and B, stay with it, feel into which might be scary and might never have been felt into before. And ultimately, a lot of it comes down to sadness, right? Sadness, not liking the self, somebody's story still there. And trusting that we can hold this experience versus maybe all of the actions we've done our whole life to try to get away from the experience. Be an overachiever, be perfect, be liked, Right? Like all those things that we have to do to not have to feel this. To get away from this. What's it like to not have to be any of those things? Say, okay, what does this feel like? Oh, there's some grief here. There's some sorrow here. There's some sadness here. Right? I don't know if this is making sense, but we talked about this a little bit in our meeting. So it's Watch how we tend to run or try to over-explain a story that we've had running for a long time. And, and not abandon ourselves, right? Stay with ourselves. We tend to abandon ourselves often. Um, but what's it like to stay and just hold the experience? It, it, it is it is helpful, of course, it's a useful tool, a useful tool to, to recognize that we're thinking judging or planning. Are judging or planning useful and, and return. And sometimes we have to be careful that we're not bypassing by doing that also, right because sometimes we'll do that, but then you know five seconds later it's back, five seconds later it's back and we're trying to use this breath to not really be in the immediacy of direct experience where the immediacy of the direct experience might be a tenderness that we need to get close to and acknowledge. Right? So the breath helps us learn how to stay but it's not the ultimate tool always for um, working on something that's, that's tender. Does that make sense? Please. Mhm. Sure. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about a real as sticky emotion or thought or something that's really grabbed you. Just like, yeah, just like, like you're in it. I'm in it. I am planning for my shower and then it's like and but then I'm right back in it and then I'm like you know and I mm-hmm. don't mind. Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm and so so then sometimes it helps us to to sort of pull back a little bit so when that experience is happening what's your overall mood or um, experience what's your vibe when that's happening It's it's unpleasant okay so there so then recognizing the unpleasant and then what's that experience in your body right now as you're closing your eyes Okay. So so just see if you can stay there for just a minute. Sad where is where's the sadness? Okay. So upper chest behind the eyes. Just allowing yourself to stay there, as long as it feels comfortable. Giving it as much space as it needs. So really here is the space, right? So allowing the body to breathe, allowing the sadness to remain, the upper chest, behind the eyes, letting it be as big as it needs to be. It doesn't need to go anywhere, it's not wrong, unpleasant sadness Where are you right now? Mhm Okay, so watch, even watch that judgment, right? Robbing myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So this is how we can work with, you know, possibly this spaciousness is by not needing to, for it to be anything else. And so the planning mind is usually a really, it's a, usually a very kind mind, right? I, I like to think of it as the personal assistant that's just running around with us and trying to figure stuff out for us. And I got it, it's under control, right? It's like planning, 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 planning. But what it's not allowing us to do is to see while we're covering that planning, you know, what we're covering up. So I don't know if that helps you at all. But even if it's that amount of spaciousness and holding and allowing, what's beneath the planning? What's underneath it? Just see if you can work with it that way a little bit today. Hmm. Yes, please. <laughs> I feel sometimes like mindfulness has encouraged me to step from it, but then I can't stop thinking about it. I, mean, mm-hmm. I don't know like what the narrative for it, but mm-hmm. is that, what's one insight that I had? Reality? Mm-hmm. reality? Yeah.
1: mhm
0: about something else like, mm. like, reflecting on the experience mm-hmm. as a coping mechanism mm. well always you know thank you for sharing that and i'm sure you're not alone in that um you know again it's it's a hindrance right it's a, it's a it's that restlessness worry anxiety that's sort of where that would sit And so it does does block us from... I mean, you said it all. (laughs) You basically had your question and answer all at the same time. So, you know, reflection, like I said before, is a helpful tool sometimes, right? It helps us to rewind, see maybe how we could have done something different. And at the same time, we can't change history. We can't change... The past and a lot of times reflection puts us in that space. Well, if I had only said this, if I had only done it this way, if I'd only, and we just get really stuck. So my encouragement for you today is literally, Mark might have said it, but it's literally, can I just put it down? Like if you were to say today my intention is to not reflect and you gave yourself that assignment. Actually, I'm giving you that assignment. Today you cannot reflect. Okay? Not allowed. So uh-oh. Now what? Now what do I do with all my time? Oh, I might have to see a turkey or look at the beauty or the trees, right? So see what see what see what arises if you take that out of the equation today. Just for today. You can do it you can go back to whatever you want to do tomorrow. because there is beauty in reflection it's impo- it is important sometimes but not when it becomes obsessive and unuseful and unhelpful i mean the litmus test is always like am i suffering right now yeah i'm suffering okay <laughs> have to do something different so can you can you take that assignment okay <laughs> i'm going to check in with you later okay just one more yeah
1: I attend the never
0: can I look So we'll talk about that more tomorrow morning. They're going home, you know, taking the practice home. So for today, can you do that today? And not, and not need yeah, to... Great. Okay. So then be here now, right? Be here now. Let yourself be here now. Because what we're doing is we are conditioning our minds while we're here to have a different relationship to out there, right? But if we're spending all of our time here worrying about what we're going to do out there, then that is useful and helpful. So see what today can be like here. I know it's hard not to start, right, moving out, but um, see if you can. Just give yourself, give yourself that gift. You know, it's sort of like, you know, we pay, we pay the price of the ticket, right, which is, I came here for peace. <laughs> I came here <laughs> so, but, you know, utilize it. Use it. <laughs> it's kind of like the twofer, you know. They're not invited and, <laughs> The price of the ticket. Um, okay, one more. Yes. But just landed on you. I release and then. I did and that felt really good. And then mm. after that, uh, I had a brief moment where I was like. It started slipping away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> my question is: uh, you know, can I keep that going? Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great question. And definitely, um, there, there are four right efforts in, in our practice. And one of them, not to get into them too fully, I'll tell you all four just because they're interesting and, and useful. One is prevention. The first is prevention, right? So how can we prevent unwholesome, unskillful thoughts and actions from arising? So the next is to abandon once it's already arisen, like, so if we miss the prevention part and we already blew it there, right? Then how can we abandon it? And one of the ways is just to stop. <laughs> right, I, had a, I had a teacher once, I was obsessing over a relationship years ago. And I, was, I brought this relationship obsession into the retreat and I walk into an, a discussion and she says, well, just stop. And I went, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I did and it worked, and every time the thought started to come, I just put it down, right? And then by the, you know, within, a, within probably by the end of that day, it was gone. It was fascinating. So that's the abandonment. One is to cultivate. So to cultivate that which is beautiful, that which is helpful, like this metta practice that we're doing, noticing when things are good, and then to maintain. So what you're talking about is, yes, when this joy arises and you notice it, Absolutely, point to it. And then, but watch out, when does it become clinging and craving and grasping? Right? When do we go, oh, I want this all the time? And then that immediately shifts into uh, <laughs> the prevention comes in again. right? So yes, when things are, are feeling, if there's ease, if there's calm, if there's joy, any bliss states, really allow yourself, allow, you know, allow yourself to maintain them to the best of your ability and, and, and cultivate it when it's not there. Um, I don't know if that fully answers your question. I kind of got a little bit grander, but yes, good, joy, good, careful when it tips over into that grasping state because then we see how we suffer right and Mark's going to talk about this tonight we see how we suffer even when we cling to that which is good or wholesome or yeah cool so this morning um and actually a few a couple times today we have more group meetings so these are not optional by the way (laughs) for those of you who might not have come yesterday um these meetings we do like to check in with you we'd like to know that you're okay right that that if there's anything that you need so just come to these meetings um if you don't see your name on the sheets today because these are the last meetings if you don't see your name and you haven't been seen please leave us a note we think we've gotten everybody oh if you don't see your name just come to a group Okay, so either um, Mark, who will be in the council house, or me, who will be in room one. So if you don't see your name on the list, just come to a group. Good, that works. Um, also, check the evening schedule. Um, it doesn't, today's schedule doesn't change much, but at 7.30, after the 7 o'clock sit, there's going to be the closing announcements by the manager, the Donna talk by Mark and I. Um, so please attend that. That's a, a please attend all. Um, and the schedule's pushed back just a little bit tonight by about a half hour. Um, other than that, really do take this day in, this full, long day that you have here, and see what kind of um, noticing you can have towards what's, what's going well, what's right about today. Anything else? Good, good. Thank you.